welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. Hello, Adam. Hey, how's everything going today with you? Oh, it's going great. Uh, it's like almost 90 degrees out here today. Towards the third week in October. Perfect. Oh, fall is here. <laughs> fall is here. Uh, more importantly, according to PG&E, uh, fire season is here. So oh, more yes, shutdowns this week. Crazy. Uh, wow. So uh, we are recording this on Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's October, what, 22nd? 22nd. All right. So 90 degrees. 90, <laughs> 90 degrees. Woohoo! And yeah. um, I know where I live, we had a, a, a smallish fire out on the Delta uh, yesterday. But mm-hmm. luckily, they, uh, luckily, there's not a whole lot to burn tree-wise out here. It's just grassland, I guess. So they were able to put it under control. I think it took half a day, though. But that's not going to make you know, any local news story or much more than that anyway. Uh, well, well, if they disclose what they found when they were putting out the fire. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I don't know. A big marijuana grow farm. <laughs> well, it's legal. But it was saying, well, I don't think it's legal. Uh, oh, okay. Well. Uh, County only allows you six plants. And I'd say there was quite a few more than that. It's medicine, Jamie. It's medicine. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you need to shut down your power? Uh, no, no shutdown in power, luckily. Oh, yes. So is that, I'm, I'm assuming that's what you want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Further developments in uh, PG&E shutdown. Uh, so I actually, I did meet with uh, someone who does, uh, who's considered a, was well, a 30-year employee at PG&E. Did mm-hmm. not want to come on the podcast, but uh, of course. certainly agreed with my uh, assertion. Mm-hmm. is uh you know showing they don't want to be kicked around as hard as they have been <laughs> and so uh they, it was certainly an example of them flexing their muscle uh showing what happens you know if pg would be going out of business and uh you know turning off power for nine hundred thousand people she did correct me it wasn't all at one time but pretty oh. close <laughs> but uh turning off the power um you know, in case of fire, is certainly within their right. And uh, they, uh, so we, we had some discussion about how to improve uh, the PG&E process. Hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, he's just the guy who does, who comes out and looks at your house and says, no, not up to code. No, <laughs> no, we, we talked a lot about uh, uh, the trees, really. And I've always, uh-huh. you know, that having... Uh, you know, trees, I've always said I love trees. I think they're beautiful, they have shade, and they're great, and we need trees. We just don't need them right next to our house. And, uh, you know, so many communities in, in California, 
they have their trees planted really close to the house. So if the power line hits the tree and the tree catches on fire, then the tree, I mean, it's, this is a huge amount of fuel <laughs> that is mm -hmm. right next to the house. And then the house catches on fire and the house catches the next tree on fire. And pretty soon you have a whole town that's gone. And so, you know, I, in my opinion, uh, this should really be the responsibility of the homeowner more than it is the responsibility of PG&E. And uh, apparently that's, that's not the rules that PG&E is uh, operating under. They have to, they are responsible for trimming back the trees that are, that are going through these power lines. And they just, I mean, they would need 10,000 more tree people <laughs> to take care of all of the trees. So they say, well, we're just gonna shut down power uh, until further notice. And they're like, wow, that's a, uh, that is uh, that's amazing, but um, so so yeah. On my street, on on any typical street, there's power lines are going around, or I guess in these older communities, especially where the power lines are above the street. So PG&E exactly right. should have, they should be cutting down or trimming back these trees, and I guess it just gets too overwhelming for yeah. that to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's so much vegetation, so many trees. Like I said, they they. She let me know that they have inspectors that, that track all the power lines, but this is not a automated process. This is a extremely manual. And you think PG&E extends all the way to the Oregon border. <laughs> so it's a, wow. And it goes way, way east in California too, where it's, it's less populated. And they, the trees just, they grow way faster than PG&E can possibly be uh, expected to take care of. So you did hit on a really, really important point uh, that uh, we discussed as well, is that if power lines are underground, uh, PG&E has no fire dam uh, exposure. Mm -hmm. So in areas like where you're at, uh, the power lines are underground and where mm -hmm. I am, they're underground. Uh, so newer communities really don't have to be worried about power outages uh, other than normal ones, but uh, no intentional PG&E turning off the power. But in areas where the power lines are uh, above ground and on power poles, those are the ones and the areas that pg e is going to be shutting down power. And that is the new normal. So that's that's yeah. that's the unofficial word, is that basically if you can look outside and see an electric pole outside mm -hmm. your house, expect it to be turned off. You, you are subject to these power outages. Wow. Yeah, and that's just like you said, a lot of older areas. Uh, mm -hmm. I know where we grew up in Belmont, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, all of the power is above ground and you know, uh, that entire community could be shut down. You know, that whole neighborhood is, if, so if somebody does have the power line, if it's above ground, uh, yeah, they, they definitely are in the, the target for power being shut off. Mm, got it, wow. That, and, and there is really no, solution other than burying those i mean I, I would imagine it's probably a million dollars per square foot to <laughs> put uh, cabling underneath the ground yeah and that's why they're mainly doing it in new home communities so right um but with uh you know if i if i were a homeowner and oh, i am a homeowner but if i had trees that were super close to my house this would be the first thing i would i would trim back is either and either remove those trees completely or trim them back. And so they're not even close to the house, but uh, PG&E, you know, if the power lines are above ground, uh, they are planning to shut off power uh, during fire season. 
when is that? And there's no defined time of when fire season is. So <laughs> not uh, northern Northern California. It's every day. It doesn't rain. Big, and that, big, so absolutely. 360 days out of the year. I mean, so we yeah. just said it's 90 degrees on October 22nd. Right. Uh, me, that's you know, I couldn't. And it hasn't rained since May 29th, <laughs> except for a little bit. Wow. But really, the, the, they, you know, we haven't had any <laughs> any moisture in at least in California for like five months now. So. That's a long time. That's nearly half the year with no rain. So, um, could that be all during fire? You know, fire. I don't know. It's it's overwhelming to think about. But uh, uh, what can one person do is uh, plan mm -hmm. <laughs> these power outages. And uh, you know, or you know, because it, it it does appear that this will be the new normal for PG. And so for people who are listening to this podcast, uh, I guess, obviously, solar is one way. And then last week or in the last episode, we talked about um, battery backup battery systems. Yep. Uh, any news on that front? Uh, there are some new batteries that are coming out that are a little bit higher capacity and a little bit higher discharge rate. And what I mean is uh, the current batteries, uh, you know, like the Tesla back Powerwall or the LG Chem batteries, they hold approximately 10 kilowatt hours, uh, which is enough to run a, a refrigerator. If it say it's 200 watts, uh, it can be run you know, pretty much time, you know, 10 kilowatt hours, but it only discharges at five kilowatts at a time. So if you run the refrigerator and you run anything more than that, you won't be able to run the refrigerator. So it's Ooh. kind of, it's a, it's a big balance. So one battery, unfortunately, is probably not going to be enough for most households. Um, and so it's, uh, and so that, that, in that, in that situation about that, that refrigerator can run for how many hours? Well, uh, let's calculate it out. If it's, uh, 10 kilowatt hours, mm -hmm. uh, so divided by 200 watts is, uh, 10 kilowatt hours is a thousand, 10,000 watts. Okay. Divided by 250 hours. Okay, so you'll have uh, two two days of power for your refrigerator, mm -hmm. and hopefully freezer, and hopefully the you know the solar is recharging the uh, the refrigerator. But you know, right. most people you know they want to either you know it's just you have to be much more um, budget conscious of the power when you when you're running on a battery. So yeah. Um, in the winter, we may not have as many sun hours uh, as mm -hmm. we are now and, or in the summer. And so the batteries may not have enough uh, power in them. But the cool thing uh, with a lot of our battery systems is that there's monitoring that we can see what is in the battery. And mm -hmm. it's updated pretty frequently. Uh, but it's still something that uh, you have to keep in mind, uh, that the batteries are not unlimited power for, uh, for the duration of when the power is out. Wow. This yeah. is a crazy thing we all got to start worrying about. <laughs> well, if you're wow. in an area <laughs> that has overhead lines, so at least the scope is reduced. So uh, right. new home areas, um, kind of in the East Contra Costa area, seem to be pretty, uh, you know, who knows what's going to change tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But as of today, uh, from what I've learned, if the power lines are underground, uh, they are not targeted for power outages. Wow, that's interesting. And they don't say that. Um, correct. Yeah, I haven't seen that anywhere. I haven't seen anything. Wait, I'll Amazing. play our, I have to play our exclusive news alert. Exclusive news alert!
We'll edit that in post. Well, yeah, and it's a uh, uh, unofficial <laughs> news exclusive. So unofficial news exclusive. Yeah, there you go. But what I also want to uh, I'm going to be uh, doing a Facebook Live uh, this Friday. Uh, mm -hmm. So check out our Facebook page, and uh, I'll be talking about uh, this exact topic uh, to a room of 60 business owners in uh, Pleasant Hill and East Contrasta County. Yep. Uh, to uh, so they can help educate. Uh, the people in their networks about uh, what's going on with solar and pg &E. Yeah, it's just about getting the word out about this. I mean, now that, I mean, it, it is piggybacking on PG&E's giant announcement, or I guess <laughs> letting us know. And wow, just getting, getting the options out there is really important. Good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the more education, the less fear people will have, and then the less chance of a zombie apocalypse, as I'm trying to avoid. I do not want to have to kill anyone over a block <laughs> over a block of salt. So. Yeah, that was uh, salt. Hmm. Hmm. Anywho, yeah, so that, that would not be fun. No. But, uh, anyway, my baby. Okay, that's it for this week. But, okay, uh, great. Uh, then uh, that's it for this week. If you have any questions for us or for a future episode, please feel free to uh, follow us on Facebook. Send us a message. Through Facebook, our Facebook, of course, our Facebook page is Straight Talk Solarcast, and we'll be sure to address your question on an upcoming episode. Please drop us a five-star review on iTunes. That always helps, of course. And that's all we have. Thanks a lot, all Jamie. Right. I'll see you. Talk to you next week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.